right. Hello and welcome to St. Gabriel's Life Teen Podcast, Episode 1. I want to welcome you. My name is Eddie. I'm the youth minister here, and I want to welcome my co-host, Adam Siegel. Hey, guys. How's it going? You can't really ask them questions they can't answer. That's my favorite part about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, the purpose of our podcast is uh, going to be to fill the gaps between uh, our life nights and to just bring you some content that uh, is instructional, uh, a little bit educational, and hopefully a lot of fun. This week, uh, I've got a couple of things I want to talk about, um, the first of which is uh, today is Palm Sunday. And uh, Adam, do you know what, uh, what Palm Sunday celebrates? Uh, the triumphal return of Jesus into Jerusalem. That's right. That's right. Uh, and, and how did he return in, in, into Jerusalem? On a donkey. On a donkey, indeed. That doesn't sound all that triumphal to me. How about yeah. you? I mean, it depends on, you know, it's a cool donkey, you know. I suppose. Uh, it's got a nice saddle, you know. <laughs> Indeed. Uh-huh. Um, so if he was riding in on a donkey, what made it a triumphal return into Jerusalem? Was he treated like a king when he came back? He was, in fact, treated like a king when he came back. They had people um, lining the streets uh, and shouting his name and laying palm branches at his feet, which is where we get Palm Sunday from. Mm-hmm. Palm Sunday is the kickoff to to Holy Week, uh, and and it really is is the preparation the la- the final preparation for Easter. Um, when does Holy Week actually start? Today. Well, yes and no, uh, because today is is still considered uh, the the final Sunday of Lent. Mm-hmm. Um, really, in reality, Holy Week starts uh, on Thursday. Thursday. Holy Thursday. Holy Thursday. Fact. I have that off from work. Excellent. That's fantastic. I love that your company uh, allows you to take Holy Days off. That's um, great. <laughs> so being that, that Holy Week starts on, on Holy Thursday, mm-hmm. does, uh, does that mean that Lent is still going on? That's a good question. It is a good question. I thought so, too. Let's turn it over to our listeners. <laughs> Once well, again, what, what do you no guys response. think? Uh, we, know, we know you can't answer, but before we give you the answer... Um, <laughs> By the way, if you think you do know the answer, go ahead and post it on our fan page, uh, St. Gabriel's Life Teen, on uh, Facebook there. There you go. Uh-huh. Shameless plug. <laughs> In fact, uh, no, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Holy Saturday are no longer Lent. Lent ends uh, the, the Wednesday immediately prior to Holy Thursday. Um, however, we still, the, uh, the, the Triduum, the, which is another name for Holy Week. That's a cool uh, name. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, is one of the most solemn times of the year, so we continue to observe our fasts and Lenten observances mm-hmm. through those three days. So don't think you're you're off the hook for that. So those of you who uh, answered differently on the fan page, you're wrong. If <laughs> and, you answered it in the five seconds that you had to answer it. And I would go back and remove that post immediately. Uh-huh. Speaking of Lenten observances, Adam, what did you give up for Lent? I gave up sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds. That's 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 a good one for you because there were times where you, though you were your sunflower seeds were fairly inseparable. Yeah, well, if you think about it, sunflower seeds are a pretty cool commodity. See, because like I can pay a dollar seventy nine, and that thing will last me like three hours of just Indeed. just straight snack time. I'm really missing it, and I'm looking forward to uh, when I can have seeds again. But. Uh, yeah. Is the, uh, you're going to have some sunflower seeds waiting for you in an Easter basket? One can only hope, Eddie. Nice. One can only hope. Factual. Uh-huh. So <laughs> fact that it's factual. Eddie, what did you give up for Lent? I'm glad you asked, Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I did a, a couple of things. I didn't really uh, give up anything per se uh, this Lent, but 
Um, I found actually an article on lifeteen.com that mm-hmm. uh, recommended that you find something about your appearance that uh, has been a security blanket to you in the past. Uh, just something that, that you've always felt comfortable with and maybe try and step outside that comfort zone. So uh, I decided to do that. And, uh, and, you know, as many of you have, have seen me around, I, I did shave off the goatee that I had. And that was that was really kind of stepping out of a comfort zone for me. Makes you look like a baby. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, and I am uh, really looking forward to Easter Sunday when I can begin growing it back in. You're going to, like, try extra hard on Sunday? Just be like, Yeah, Grow! right. Just really focus on hair growth. Focus on that, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can instantly grow my hair like Harry Potter did. Use the end with your spirit spell. <laughs> wow. So, let's getting back to Holy Week talk, uh, what, do we, uh, what do we celebrate on, on Holy Thursday? The fact that it's Thursday and closer to the weekend? No, no, that's not entirely true. See, all um, of you were wrong who guessed that. All of you. <laughs> Um, Holy Thursday is the uh, commemoration of the Last Supper uh, and the Lord uh, offering himself in the form of, of bread and wine, which um, would then become his, his body and blood and the, uh, the covenant, the, the new covenant with, uh, with all his people. So that's the Holy Thursday service. Um, how about Good Friday? What are we commemorating on Good Friday? It's a good day. It, it is a good day. It says so right there in the title, Good Friday. But some might say, is it really good? Because we commemorate Jesus' death on Good Friday. So why, why would we call it good? Well, I would find it good that he died for our sins. Excellent. Mm-hmm. That, that's fantastic. Uh, absolutely. Because with, without Jesus' sacrifice and death on the cross, uh, we would have no hope for eternal life. And finally, uh, we, have, we have Holy Saturday, which, uh, which doesn't have really a specific commemoration, uh, just really a, a time of, of mourning and, and solemn prayer in that um, for Jesus' apostles and all his followers uh, during that time, he had died the day before and was buried. And I can't imagine the, the hopelessness that that, that, would, that, oh, that yeah. would kind of involve. Yeah, I mean, you've got this guy and you believe that he was God, that he was going to be the savior of the world. And, you know, the government put him to death. And, and mm-hmm. buried him, and then that's it. And you're looking around, going, "Were we wrong?" Man, you're just going on a promise now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Have we wasted our life? Uh, what's what's mm-hmm. going on? And uh, and and Holy Saturday is really a time for us to kind of reflect and and take a look at that, and and just uh, it's really kind of I've always found it to be a day of of uh, faith, a day of really mm-hmm. trying to to strengthen your faith because. Uh, to try and share in the in the fear uh, of those apostles. I mean, it could also be like uh, you can think back. You know how they must have been feeling. Like you know, were we lied to, or you know, you know, almost um, how much do you trust uh, God in your life at the time? You know, uh, it's just a good time to reflect back. Yeah, excellent. That's that's good. Uh, and then we come to Easter Sunday, uh, the most important day in the church calendar. It's uh, <laughs> Easter Sunday, uh, and obviously it marks victory over death, uh, marks victory over sin, and and the the resurrection of our Lord, and the celebration that those same followers who were waiting in hope and fear mm-hmm. uh, would have been having, and that would have been what, some kind of party. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean people were hiding stuff like eggs, chasing down Easter bunnies, and. Somehow, I think that that's probably not exactly how the party went, but uh, but Hallmark appreciates you. Uh, I'm your sure support. there were bunnies back then. Yeah. I'm just gonna at least give that. <laughs> I'm gonna just 
don't kill it for me, man. Okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of that, why why do we have bunnies and and eggs and and all that kind of stuff around Easter? What is uh... Jesus was allergic to eggs, so we hid them. I see. I see. That's. I. I don't think that's quite right. <laughs> I didn't think so either. <laughs> um. Did you did you want to want to take a you know other than a comedic shot at uh, at why we use uh, rabbits and eggs? No, I can't. Okay, I can't all do right, that fantastic. A bit of comedy and, <laughs> and that's that's extremely common. People will often ask the question, "What do uh, what do eggs? What do hard boiled eggs and rabbits have to do with Easter?" Well, in reality, those are those are signs of new life and and uh, and life being present. So. Um, that's how that began, and uh, it was brought to its extreme proportions that we see it today by you know Hallmark and other commercializations of the holiday. So yeah, that's that's where we get the uh, the commercialized version, and that's there there is actually some faith basis in in the commercialized version of Easter. But uh, that wraps up Holy Week, the most important time in the church calendar, uh, and I hope you guys have had a blessed and uh, an introspective Lent, and I hope you guys are prepared to to go forth and be stronger in your faith than you were before the Easter season. We are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we have some exciting news about an upcoming opportunity in the youth ministry. So we'll be back right after the break. Want to grow in your faith? Interested in leading teens closer to Christ? Sounds like Core Team is for you. Join us on Sunday, April 22nd from 2 to 8 p.m. for our Core Day of Discernment. Get to know the current Core and share in their experience with the youth ministry. We will have icebreakers, talks, Eucharistic Adoration, and a life night so that you can see what CORE is all about. This event is free and dinner will be provided. Contact Eddie with any questions and the RSVP for the event. Contact info can be found in the show notes. And welcome back. Um, we, oh geez, the ums are really We're key. a very um key. kind of, yeah, what, but yes. you know what? We're going to roll with it because that shows how human we are. <laughs> we say um, ladies and gentlemen. We say um. So, uh, Eddie, I've been hearing a lot about uh, this thing called Coney 2012. Can you, can you give me some insight on it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, many of you may have already seen this, uh, this video that's posted on YouTube. Uh, but Coney 2012 is a project put forth by Invisible Children, who uh, is it, which was a company founded right here in Poway. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it is is there is a, a dictator in uh, in in Africa who his name is Joseph Coney, and he uh, he runs what's called the Lord's Resistance Army. And really, the uh, the Lord's Resistance Army has no purpose other than to serve and protect Joseph Coney. And Joseph Coney has no agenda other than to maintain his power. So what he does is he uh, he orders his his army, his troops, to come in and, and kidnap small children from villages in the areas where he's mm. at. Uh, it forces them to join his army. Uh, he trains them to to be soldiers, and uh, then forces them to go in and. Uh, kill friends of theirs, kill their parents. Um, That's horrible. It's yeah, just really a, a, atrocious things. So, <clears throat> what Invisible Children wanted to do was to come forth and make Joseph Coney famous, mm-hmm. um, and not in the Justin Bieber superstar way that Americans think of fame. She's not that famous, <laughs> but to come out and to make everybody know who he is and know what he does mm-hmm. and all these things that he's done 
these awful things that he's done to to so many families and so many uh, people. So their goal was to uh, was to just make it put it at the front of the mind of all Americans. And uh, he's they've they've already had great success uh, mm-hmm. just in the fact that that video has gone viral. Um, many many people have seen it. Oh, and- that, that's all I hear about on Facebook. I just see Coney this and Coney that. It looks like it's uh, it's really becoming a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the reason that they want. They want it at the front of the minds of Americans is because uh, two years ago, the United States Congress decided that they were going to commit some advisors and not military troops per se, but some military advisors to the region to help find and eliminate uh, Joseph Kony from from power and just Mm -hmm. take him out of power. They've been there for a couple of years now, and it's kind of slipping from the consciousness of, of America and there hasn't really been any progress. So Congress is considering pulling those advisors and pulling that funding back. Uh, and that would cause Joseph Coney to be able to come forth and be even stronger because then he can say mm-hmm. that he's defeated the Americans. So I guess um, the question is, what can we do about it? Okay, well, that's an excellent question. And, uh, and that's part of what you see in the video is uh, Invisible Children is, uh, in fact, hosting... Uh, an event on April 20th called uh, Cover the Night. What it is is they have they have some posters and some stickers uh, on their website, and that's stuff that we can get our hands on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also they have uh, you know just some designs and stuff that you can use to make your own posters. So what they want to do is uh, April 20th is a is a Friday night, and they want everybody around the the world around the country to come together in their communities and go out at sundown on, on Friday night and just put these posters everywhere. As many places as you can think of, hang them from freeway overpasses. Um, just anywhere that can hold a poster, we're going to put a poster. So, and just stay out until you run out of posters or until the sun comes up on Saturday morning so that when people go to bed on Friday night, if they haven't heard of Coney yet, when they wake up on Saturday morning, they have no choice but to know what's going on. That's that's really cool. Um, so, who who are the main people that we are trying to get their attention? We're we're trying to get the attention of uh, both the lawmakers uh, and culture figures. We want it. We want people who are involved in pop culture uh, because re- in reality they have a voice, especially in America. Um, our stars uh, tend to be our our role models and our heroes. And in addition to that, we want the the policymakers, the people who are in charge of of making law. We want the attention of the Congress and really. Even before the cover the the night event, um, the Coney 2012 movement has caught the attention of the Congress. We really have uh, really made some progress there. In that, we have uh, 67 congressmen who weren't previously on board with with the movement and with keeping those uh, advisors in Africa. They've changed their minds and they've said that they're on board. And we also have 33 senators. So oh, that's you, huge. Yeah, if you look, that's already a third of the Senate. That's that's changed their minds wow. on this, and that's before we've had the main event. So it's something we're very excited about. Um, so uh, now I hear that there's some controversy going on about the subject. Yeah, there is. Uh, when the video first came out, um, there were some groups that said that Invisible Children uh, does not do. Uh, fantastic work. They don't do great work. A lot of their money does not go to uh, solving the problems. Uh, And while it's true that they don't have a huge, that they don't have the highest percentage around of funding that goes directly to the cause, um, they have enough of their funding percentage that does go to the cause to to get their job done, to to accomplish their mission. Um, They do have some overhead costs. They have, you know, all the costs associated with 
running a business in America and, mm. you know, owning an office in San Diego, property rates here are not uh, cheap. So there, there is some overhead involved in, in running the company, but they've done great things. The, the highlight of what Invisible Children has done in, in Africa is set up an early warning radio system, including mm-hmm. uh, building the towers and uh, giving people the radios uh, so that when the LRA is is out and moving mm-hmm. and kidnapping people, they can get on this early warning radio system and let people know so that they can take precautions to not be kidnapped, not be killed. Um, they've, they've really done some incredible life-saving work in Africa. Um, in addition to that, uh, the person who was in charge of the Coney 2012 program uh, his name is Jason, works with Invisible Children, um, had uh, an enormous amount of stress placed, uh, placed on him through this project. And after the video went live and started being as successful as it has been, mm-hmm. um, he, he had a bit of a mental breakdown due to extreme dehydration and extreme stress um, and was arrested um, for just kind of... Um, public nuisance, he was, he was being extremely loud and, and just kind of drawing attention to himself in public. This was widely misreported in the mm-hmm. press as being something vulgar and lewd, um, which it was not. Um, he has uh, received treatment. He's back at home now. He's doing much better and recovering. But uh, in reality, what, what had happened was when he was arrested, um, the media and those who were against the Coney 20, 2012 movement saw this as an opportunity to try and undermine it and to try and torpedo the whole operation. Um, so that's where you get some of the lies and stuff that have been told in the press. It makes you it makes you wonder why though why someone would be against the Coney 2012 movement. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I'm not really sure that uh, it just seems to me odd that somebody would would be against trying to get somebody who's done this many evil things uh, mm-hmm. and and putting him out of power. So that is the Coney 2012 uh, movement in a nutshell. And I hope that just by listening to us talk about it, you might be moved to act on it. Uh, And if you're not, then perhaps you'd like to go and check out the original video posted by Invisible Children. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. uh, And I just really encourage you to go check it out. It's about a half an hour long. And uh, I would say that that would most likely definitely move you to, uh, to act. So that, uh, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening to our inaugural episode. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we hope that you'll, uh, that you'll tune in next week and, uh, and every week that we don't have a life night because, uh, our goal is anytime we don't have a life night that we will have a podcast. So, uh, I'd like to thank you, Adam, for co-hosting. I know it's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, yeah, good, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I'd like to thank our engineer, Kyle Froland, who, uh, without him, this would absolutely not be possible. Uh, and our studio guests today, Matthew Rossio and Tom Fish, uh, who hung out and just kind of helped us uh, with moral support on this, our, our first podcast. Uh, thank you so much, and, and God bless. We'll see you next time.